재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 What we're going to be focusing on is something that had been widely speculated for the past week, including uh, various media reports from China. Uh, They were citing North Korean state media reports. But it all came to a screeching halt when the UN, the United Nations spokesperson, said no, uh, there are no imminent plans for the Secretary General Pan Ki-moon to visit North Korea. This was set to be a quite historic event. Uh, the uh, South Korean national, Pan Ki-moon, who is a secretary general of the world governing body, United Nations, visiting North Korea, trying to uh, facilitate some kind of peaceful dialogue, potentially meeting the leader, Kim Jong-un. Uh, there are reports coming out now, as we found out during our news coverage, that uh, there indeed have been discussions uh, between Pyongyang and the United Nations for a potential visit. So if the timing of it is what has uh, been sort of uh, the contentious issue, the question will remain whether he goes on this trip or not, uh, what will happen, not just with the situation in North Korea on the Korean Peninsula, but also perhaps uh, for Secretary General Pan's future political prospects. Uh, That has also been a topic of uh, wide speculation with the uh, presidential elections uh, set to uh, commence in 2017, which would be after his second term as Secretary General ends. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a cacao talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We have joining us here in the studio, a very good friend from Asan Institute for Policy Studies, Senior Research Fellow, Dr. Pong Young-sik. Dr. Pong, thank you so much for joining us. Pleased to be here. Okay, so maybe it's a non-story. The UN denied the uh, reports that Secretary General Pan Ki-moon would be visiting North Korea this week, um, but we know that he's been wanting to, he said publicly that he would like to visit North Korea as Secretary General. Uh, what kind of a visit would this be if it uh, if he did go? Would it be like an official state visit or would it be something a bit more ceremonial? Would, would there actually be actual tangible things accomplished? Well, I guess uh, uh, the most important thing is that uh, as a UN Secretary General, um, Secretary Pan Ki-moon has consistently expressed his desire to make a visit to North Korea as a representative of the organization. So uh, what uh, he could achieve uh, with the uh, consent by uh, the North Korean government in Pyongyang uh, would have been the um, you know, things of the second, second, secondary order. So um, it was, um, as uh, it was reported by the United Nations office, that in a, a very preliminary uh, stage of uh, uh, discussion between the two parties. Right. Now... We know the United Nations, with their commission of inquiry, have uh, issued a a human rights report, which North Korea was very, very Mm -hmm. upset about. Um, How would Pan Ki-moon, if he did visit, address uh, some of those 
sensitive issues. We have nuclear uh, weapons, that is a concern, but also human rights abuses. How would he visit the country without, and we all, and he's a Korean national, so he knows very well the protocol and the issue of right. face and all that, right. without sort of offending the North on a right. visit? So, um, your uh, question, the, your second question is uh, uh, directly related to your first question. I mean, it's not so, so much about uh, whether uh, Pyongyang would invite uh, Secretary General Ban to uh, North Korea, and he accepts the invitation. But uh, in what manners, uh, under what conditions that uh, invitation would take place uh, would have been a far more uh, important and thorny issue uh, between the, in, in, you know, the inviting party and the invitee. Um, so um, had the, uh, the uh, visit to North Korea by Secretary General Ban uh, happened, then uh, it might have uh, undermined his uh, legacy and authority as the uh, you know, head of the United Nations uh, under certain circumstances. That, as I correctly pointed out, that uh, when the rest of the world was uh, closely watching, then if he failed to properly raise the uh, many of the important issues, such as North Korea's nuclear weapons program, its uh, record of gross human rights violations, uh, for the sake of, uh, you know, accommodating to the, uh, host government, then, you know, uh, it might have been, uh, less than, you know, uh, the most desired result for Secretary General, uh, for his visit to Pyongyang. Uh, we've been talking about the fact, and I, I suppose the reason why we're even discussing this right now and why it's even been, uh, reported widely here in uh, South Korean media is the fact that Pan Ki-moon is a South Korean national. So mm -hmm. we've talked, um, we've heard reports from the foreign ministry and it seemed like they had no idea mm -hmm. what was going on initially mm -hmm. when the first announcement by Xinhua News Agency right. came out. Uh, nevertheless, uh, because he is a South Korean citizen, does that kind of, um, work in a, in a way where South Korea feels he can be sort of a proxy diplomat, sort of like a, like a, a special envoy? Or is it like a situation like Jimmy Carter where he goes to North Korea? He's a private citizen. He's right. had no af uh, right. affiliation with the State Department right. and trying to get the release of hostages. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not hostages. I mean, detainees. there was no possibility for Secretary General Ban Ki-moon to uh, represent himself as a special envoy of the Korean government. Um, at the end of the day, he represents the United Nations. So whatever spin the North Korean government might have, you know, try apply to uh, his visit to uh, North Korea. If it, if it had ever happened, then it's a matter that uh, is done by North Korean authority, but the United Nations would have maintained a sufficient, you know, uh, sufficiently plausible deniability of that quote-unquote allegation. So there would be no case that we would know under the table or behind closed doors or uh, back channels that the South Korean Foreign Ministry or a Unification Ministry would go to the UN representatives and say, hey, look, uh, these are some things that are on the... That, that is pr pretty much off the table. Um, I don't think so. Um, I didn't receive any phone call uh, from U United Nations office or uh, secretary himself, so I cannot confirm or deny that. But... Um I don't think that would serve any uh, concrete interest for the United Nations or uh, Secretary General Ban Ki-moon himself. Mm. North Korea, the fact that they would even be, if, as you say, uh, there are some initial discussions uh, between the United, UN and uh, the North Korean authorities as to a potential visit, uh, but it might be surprising because of the... Uh, 
anger that they've shown before with what the UN has done with sanctions and the COI. Uh, what is in it for them? Why, is is it is there some kind of incentive for North Korea to have it? Does it enhance them in any way to have Ban Ki Moon visit the country? Well, it was reported in the media that uh, uh, probably the most important potential security strategic gain for Pyongyang was to uh, showcase uh, to the rest of the world with the uh, uh, Secretary General's visit to North Korea that the human rights violations inside North Korea um, um, would not be as severe or harsh as portrayed in the uh, COI report or uh, publicized by mm. the foreign media. Does the fact that he is South Korean hold any sway as to, let's say, compared to his predecessor, Kofi Annan, or is that something that is completely irrelevant, do you feel, in the North Korean calculation of things? Well, North Korea is a country which has a very strong adherence to this notion of ethnic nationalism. So uh, Secretary General Ban Ki-moon, being Korean citizen, might have had a, a sway uh, to uh, North Korean decision makers, but... Um, I think that's a, a misplaced and uh, overblown uh, expectation. There are certainly a, a lot of other factors at play here as far as uh, the Secretary General is concerned. We'll be uh, speaking uh, in much more detail as to the uh, tenure so far of Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. His second term does end in 2016. Uh, we can, as uh, Dr. Uh, Pong has mentioned, uh, assess some of the uh, legacy factors involved and also... His future in Korean politics, which has, again, um, a lot of speculation, nothing concrete, but uh, some people wondering if he is a potential candidate for the presidency here in South Korea for the 2017 elections. We're going to be joined also by an expert from overseas as well and get his thoughts on the issue. You can continue to uh, give us your opinions by texting us at pound 1013 for 51. We're going to take this short break. We'll be back in part two of this panel discussion. Stay tuned.